Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Hello, everybody, and welcome into The Daily Sales Show by Sell Better. We are so excited to talk to you today. If this is your first time attending the show, welcome. If you are a regular, welcome back. We do this every single day, same time, same place. You can check out our calendar calendar of events at sellbetter.xyz or by scanning that lovely QR code there on your screen. Today, our sponsors are Aligned, Apollo, and JB Sales. Thank you so much to our partners for making this happen. I do want to drop um, a special offer from Aligned because we have our special guest today from Aligned. So I'll put that in the chat here for you. We're going to talk about it a little bit later, um, but just so you have a little sneak peek of what's to come. Today, we're talking about mutual action plans with none other but Galaga from Aligned. Welcome. Hi. Great, great, great to be here. Thanks so much. I think um, out of like everyone who could possibly talk about mutual action plans, I have, and I've used them for years, but just one conversation with you, I feel like I learned so much more. I was able to add more to my arsenal as a salesperson of like, here's how I'm going to transform the way that I'm using um, mutual action plans in my deal. So I'm so glad that you're here today. Amazing. Yeah, really. It's one of, one of my favorite topics. So yeah, excited about this conversation for sure. And Let- by the way, I forgot to tell you, I have the sell better bracelet and sell oh show. God. Yeah, I kept it for months now. It's been on my head. So uh, oh, we had a uh, we're we're fans. We had a um a wild experience on a cliff riding in a car in the cliffs of San Francisco and. After that, everyone in the car needed like a friendship bracelet to really bond our experience <laughs> together. Someone tried to run us off yeah, the road sure. and we had a phenomenal driver. Shout out to Daniel, who saved us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, for sure. Glad you have the bracelet to to look back on that. Let's talk about today's agenda. Um, while I bring this up, I want to run a quick poll to see who's in the room, who we're chatting with. And um, Maria, can you help me out with the poll? It's uh, it's having a hard time. But today we're going to be talking about what is a mutual action plan, also known as a map. Um, what's a map? Why do we use it? How should we use it? What are some key things that we could do to use a map? And then... I want to come back to those common mistakes. It's something that I think there's a lot of people who are currently using a map who maybe there's a, a it's not working for you the way you anticipate or the way that you expected it to. And Gal, I know you've seen it all. So like, we'll talk about what some of those mistakes are and what we could be doing differently. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's see who's in the room really quick. Ooh, a lot of AEs. Hello. Welcome to everyone. (laughs) Let us know if you're in that other category. Let us know in the chat uh, what department you're in. We'd love to see. Um, Just a quick before we dive in here. uh, If you could put your questions in the Q&A section at the bottom of your Zoom. And then if you change your chat really quick for me, 
There's a little blue box at the bottom that says um, hosts and panelists. If you switch that to everyone so that we can all see your comments and questions, that would be fantastic. But kick us off, Gal. What can you just define mutual action plan for us really quick before we jump in? Yeah, absolutely. So you can call it the framework and you can call it a tool. I think both of them make sense. But essentially, it's about creating an alignment between the seller and the buyer on a path towards value, like either closing the deal or getting value from the deal, but in the alignment throughout the process. So uh, as a tool, it's a project management tool to your deal, essentially. Mm -hmm. And what it is, you create an actual lease that you build with your champion, champion typically, of how you're going to move throughout the topic, throughout the project, and continuously align throughout the process on that list. So what are the steps that you're both going to take in order to achieve, ideally, it's going to be tied into uh, value, into the success that we're here to deliver together in this partnership. I really like, so you, you've you mentioned like together and partnership, and I think that's the mutual part of mutual action plan that sometimes goes skipped over, but that's the most important yeah. part, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it's one of it's actually one of the common mistakes probably touched in uh, at the end. Like a lot of uh, a lot of sellers look at it as as their close friend and also write it uh, in the language of seller language in terms of a, instead of the buyer language. And I think one of the key things that I've seen that help the most get something like this adopted is really understanding first why your buyer would care. As it, it's a bit unnatural sometimes for us to adopt this in the, for the first time. You're you know you're used to follow up and do another call and suggest the next step, or they suggest the next step, um, and you know you're basically creating a document or a tool, some place where you're really working together on a project. It requires a little bit of positioning and a little bit of a mindset of. We're in this together, right? We're working towards a shared goal. Mm -hmm. And also about the timing, if you do it too early and if they don't see value, for example, yet, then it wouldn't make sense. That's another thing that say a lot, like introducing it too early. If there's no value yet defined, I don't want to go and start a project because I don't know if there's still a project, if there's still really a process that I want to go and try to solve, uh, try to prove that's where the good shit, right? But yeah. you know, jumping the gun a little bit, right? And I feel like we've all been in a situation like that where you're like, someone is uh, buying a house or whatever, whatever purchasing decision, and they're like presenting you with the next step, and you're like, wait, hold on, like I got to do my research first. I'm not there yet, right? This is either moving too fast or putting it in language exactly. that we don't understand. Okay. I love that. Actually, I love that you said that because I think a mutual action plan is beyond that singular next step, mm -hmm. right? So you could be at a place where you just started, you had an initial conversation, um, you know, an intro call, a demo call, discovery call, however you you call it, and like to build a full blown let's talk, let's take like a mid market enterprise process, build build a full blown and uh, mutual action plan at that point it's premature most mm -hmm. of the times, right? So you typically lock that additional next step and suggest the next step if they're there, if they're seeing value. And I think 
you know, a mutual action plan is a deeper stage. Like we had a call of two or three typically being presented in a free POC, um, free kind of deeper evaluation. Okay. We want to really now dive in deeper and take a next, another step and really try to tackle some success criteria for, for this process. Um, and plan together how we really prove to you that this is a good fit and how we go and how would we go from here to ensuring we meet your value timeline, right? Then that's another step further. I like the timeline piece you bring up because I think it connects to a question for me personally as a seller, I was always like, how can we create this urgency? And you hear everybody talk about urgency and I feel like mutual action plans kind of take that feeling that I need to drive urgency off the table because it's just, here's our agreed upon timeline. And it's almost like a checklist, right? Where in order to meet both parties, you know, goals and needs and um, deliverables or whatever needs to happen, here's here's the plan. Here's what's going to yeah. happen. And here's the times associated with it. Yeah, exactly. Feels easier. No yeah. need to push on like urgency or throw random discounts in. So talk to me a little bit. Um, well, actually, let's ask the the audience here. Is everyone in here already using a mutual action plan? Is it something you want to use? Go ahead and type it in the chat. You know, if you use one or if you want to use one, if you're looking to improve yours, if whatever it is, let us know in the chat here so we can kind of see where we're at. Um, but I would love to ask you if you think that there's like some sort of cutoff for deals. Like, is it, should it just be enterprise deals? Could you use this with small, smaller businesses? Like, where do you think that feeling is when it comes to maps? Yeah, it's a great one. So, I think for the most part, it's uh, uh, you have to have you know, meat in the process. There has to have there has to be debt, right? It's not um, we're having a conversation and then we're talking pricing. Then you're the decision maker. Maybe you have two or three more people that want to see it in another demo, and from there we close. So it's an overkill if you present it something like this. Unless, by the way, like I will say already that. If it's using the traditional way of spreadsheet, it's a little bit of an overkill. You're you're adding complexity maybe into the deal, uh, but you know some of the tools like that offer mutual actual plans can simplify it a little bit. So if it's part of a room, right, for an SMB deal, if it's part of a digital sales room, a deal room that you're sharing, you also own the collateral of the content there anyway, and this is where you enable your champion to sell internally. And this is where all of the buying groups, everyone kind of come in and you have a few of the next steps that you've talked about and then, and you're keeping track. That's like a mini mutual action plan that helps drive urgency, but it's not like that traditional one that you see. So if we're really focusing the conversation on that more traditional, um, let's have a conversation and let's kind of fully share how we typically work with companies and add value, help them evaluate, make decision, implement, et cetera, and, and understand how what's important on your side, what the people on your side need, then, um, yeah, for the most part, it's mid-market enterprise. Typical, I see, uh, you know, the POCs, pilots, 
for values, type of processes, uh, custom demos, resales. These are these are the best ones when you have a sales engineer. They have multiple technical people. Then it really really adds value. Because you have so many people coming together in one place and it's yeah. all visible. Um, I see a couple people who sent private messages mm -hmm. and in the chat here all saying they're using one, but they're struggling to get people to stick to it. And I'm okay. taking that from the standpoint of like your prospects or your um, the person that you're talking to on the other end, or maybe it's your team. You have any insights there or thoughts on on getting people to join into the yeah absolutely plan. yeah 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 so there, there are tactics and there are tips i think i think before that i would go and try to look at when we're introducing it um so sometimes it, it's not how you're doing it and how you're trying to get them engaged it's it's you should have introduced it in the first place type of thing or or it's introduced too early. Okay. So for example, if we're trying to push a deal and we're trying to get on a call and, and they're not, we don't have a strong champion. So they won't use it right in the first place. So you, you have to have a champion that will, um, that is serious about, let's say we're pre pre POC, that serious about going through this POC with you, potentially making a decision understands that we need to align right now on success criteria, right? We don't, we want to make sure that you make the best use of, of your time. And this goes as smoothly as possible. So for that really, uh, for today's call, the goal is to both align and on success criteria on the scope of this POC and also have, uh, a deeper conversation on overall, what would you need and how we typically help you from here to go and evaluate tools, uh, like us, like ours. So. You know, if you have that champion, if you can have that conversation and position it properly, then that's that's before everything, before any tactic of um, going and driving that engagement. Mm -hmm. So I think really to recap that part, it's about introducing it at the right time, making sure that the strong champion bears value, and about how you're positioning it. I can go through the a bit uh, more into the details needed, like be more tactical. A, but to then go and and create engagement on an ongoing basis, make sure they use it. So fewer of the tricks are to uh, introduce it in follow-up calls, right? So let's say we had it, uh, we went over it pre-POC, we're now mid-POC or end-POC. Okay, at the end of the call, leave a few minutes, flip the screen, right? Turn, turn the screen sharing on and hey wanted to hey john wanted to just make sure we're still on track with our plan we mentioned that our next steps for here are going to be this and that has anything changed on your side i know and right what buying process stays the same almost mm -hmm. none um so that's one and that and when you do that okay when you keep that place as the place where you align right it helps them and it helps you. If you don't do that, it's just going to be that least that thing that we talked about at the beginning, and then it's out of date, it's, it's outdated. It's you know the, the dates are not correct or the steps are not correct. So then, of course, they won't use it and you won't use it. That's one thing. And 
and other kind of tactical things that I see helping and use it in asynchronically, right? So you can go in a dedicated tool, um, mutual action plan tool, like the one that you can try after this call. You, you can go and write in the comments. There's actual conversation on each, each steps. So you can go ping people, right? So you can ping someone in a day. It will send them a reminder. You can go into a, a John needs to send uh, a list of requirements, okay? And right there in the comments, hey, John, want to follow up on this? We want to make sure that we're ready for the a kickoff call for our pilot next week, right? So you could do this also in a spreadsheet. It's just less natural. Um, yeah, I think I think these are the key things. And and make sure that you update it. So a lot of sellers, what I see, they don't keep it updated. So if I'm not keeping it updated, we just had the call last week and it moves and the dates are wrong, then yeah, okay, it's that thing that we created, but... But it's not a correct, yeah. Yeah. So you're bringing it up, like making time for it on any call that you have to revisit it. Um, the asynchronous, yeah. like tagging someone. It's kind of like, I mean, everyone working globally now, it's like you're tagging someone on Slack even when they're not online, right? Or so whatever it is so that you're working with someone even when you're not on the phone with them. And then just you keeping it up to date too, like putting time on your calendar maybe to go update. Um, can you share... An example, and I know you're going to be using Aligned, um, but just an example of kind of the things or a structure or something that you would put on a mutual action plan. Do you mind sharing your screen? Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. so I'm selling to you, Liz. Okay. okay, sell to me. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is a bit beyond the mutual action plan, but I'll focus on the mutual action plan. Essentially, you know, you're seeing a full deal room where uh, mutual action plan is part of, and I'll start with the bad one. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is an example of like something that might be overwhelming well, mutual action plan. Exactly. So okay. I think one of the things that I'm uh, seeing a lot, so essentially the line we, we get Every week, like dozens of templates, we build templates for mutual action plans for, for others. And a lot of time we get these, uh, these things. So a few things that I want you to just pay attention to here. One, ju just ask yourself one question when you're building the mutual action plan. If I'm a buyer, okay, would, would I be encouraged to use this? Would, would I feel that it's giving me clarity about how to buy this type of product? Or is this scary? Are you overdoing? So we really um, come across a lot of these situations where it's so detailed, it's so overwhelming, where it's actually going to do more damage than good in that scenario. Okay, whoa. Do I want to go through this sales process? Yeah, this is too so, much. I'm done. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, it, it, and, and it takes some time to think about these things that I'll show you in a second. So this one really feels like a sh long shopping list, long text, right? No hierarchy. Everything is at the same level. There's no, um, oh, you know, like for example, objective, task, steps, stages, however you want to break it down, subtasks. Uh, you have words like uh, build mutual action plan, like 
a lot of the language is more seller language mm -hmm. and it's and it ends at signature okay so this is what not okay what you can do is this is a this is an example of what you can do maybe let's just zoom in a little bit so in this example um a few things also in a spreadsheet, you can do some of these things, right? So I'm already hiding. If I'll go right now, click the screen and start the mutual action plan conversation. In front of me, there are milestones, okay? There's something that's more higher level that organizes the information for me as a buyer, okay? And it's it's less scary, it's easier, right? It's more tight idea. Um, so that's one. Secondly is, uh, you know, the ability to collapse go and in the spreadsheet as well just there's there's the ability to do something like that and start start introducing things in that way and it will help them as well and you can after you finish a certain area you can even hide it so that's another thing and another one is you know words you can see right now we're talk, like the language is easier to understand we have the poc we have uh, sign and DA, evaluation process alignment. So this is, for example, if you have in your process an actual conversation for mutual action plans, which I, re I really love, um, it's it's great for enterprise sales deals. It meet the market, maybe, okay? You probably want to combine it with a PLC kickoff call, for example, and do it at the end. But if you have something like that, where you build the mutual action plan in a call, just call it evaluation process alignment. This is how we're going to align on how we're going to help you make a decision and how the process will look like towards me and your goals. So this so, will be a 30 minute seat, for example. So like language that's external, not necessarily what we're using on the exactly. outside. Like we're not going to call it a disco call. We're not going to call it um, anything that would be like for our internal team, it's something that makes sense to the prospect. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So introduction, custom demos, evaluation, process alignment. Exactly. You can see a lot of these things use that language. And I think last thing here is look at where it ends. So I'll, I'll ask you this. If I'm building a plan, um, and asking you questions, okay, when do you want to get this deal signed by? Is a new buyer. What what does that make you feel? You're just looking for my signature and then you're out. <laughs> exactly. So signature and and uh, more than that, the mutual one of the benefits of mutual action plans is actually the discovery opportunity. Right? So if you build it as a as a step in the into your sales process where as part of entering the poc you have that alignment let's say it's here for example um it could be part of this you're saying step one sub step one of the poc we're doing mutual action plan alignment or evaluation cost alignment or it's a full separate call and then basically you can at that point use that for discovery. So for example, uh, a would love to hear like, this is how we typically work. And this is how we help customers like yours, like you, uh, evaluate our partnership. 
would love to hear how that sounds and what would those involved in your end will need to see in order to make a confident decision. Yeah. Right. One question, discovery. Who's going to, and they're going to share who's going to be involved and what they see. Okay. Why is that important? Success. Any, do you have any criteria for decision for success for evaluation? So then we can have that conversation about the process and timeline. Do you have a specific date where you'd like to be able to see these results by and why? Or if it's more of a non-active project scenario, we'll try to rephrase and say something like, I know this is not a cloud project, but would it fit into your, where would it fit into your priorities? And when ideally would it make sense to try to get these results we talked about by, right? So we're focusing the mutual action plan conversation around discovery. And then they're telling me, okay, what what results when they want to reach achieve these results and why. And we can have a conversation around that. And that's the ultimate uh, urgency driver. Leslie, right? You mentioned earlier about driving urgency. So if a mutual action plan is tied to the fact that I need to get um, the results by end of March, then any time that there is a delay, and I'll update here, and I'll go and say, um, for example, you know, Leslie, okay, seems like there is a delay with procurement. Okay, for example, I'll, I'll write something like that. It'll tell you, I've updated the timeline. It looks like uh, end of March for your key calls of your campaign, whatever, was driving the urgency, looks like it's going to be harder to reach. And I'm tying it to the fact that there's been a delay with procurement. I'm driving that urgency using the mutual action. I love it. Yeah, I think like, I really liked the the couple of points where you were, it, we're driving the urgency, but then we're keeping them in mind. And I want to like really emphasize that because I think that a lot of times I did this too, using a mutual action plan. It's like me for the seller, right? It's, um, it, it's my steps keeping me in track and you don't have to show all of those to your sellers. I do want to time flies when you're having fun. So I do want to talk really quickly about common mistakes. But if you have any questions, if you want to pop those into the Q&A section while we're just doing a quick, um, give us your, here's a list of your top, what you see. Um, People are making common mistakes in maps. What's the number one thing from your perspective that you're seeing people do that they could stop doing today yeah so real quick so i think the first thing is a lot of leaders so i'll, I'll give you an example i'll try to uh, give the first one as an example when you go and implement something like medic right or challenger sales or or you know deep value selling and really working on demos skills and you don't just show it once and or give someone a the uh, seller's framework and that's it. It just works. I think a lot of uh, leaders just build a mutual action plan, build the spreadsheets and give it to their team. Maybe sh- do like one quick training and just expect uh, magic. Uh, it is an advanced methodology. It does take time to train and you need to do the 
internal selling of why they need to use it, why buyers would care. Okay, give examples, give them the talk track. Okay, all of these things. Secondly, I think uh, a lot of a lot of people treat it as a close plan. They so the language, I think we've touched a little bit. The language is a seller language and the, it ends at the closing. So that's so prospects really don't care. A third one is not having it built into your sales process. So just giving a ease of the mutual action plan is telling them, hey, maybe, maybe introduce it to this stage, maybe introduce it to that stage, that stage. The more you leave it, um, for them to decide. The really good sellers will will get it and know how to dance. Mostly enterprise sellers, that's it's dancing. It's all about dancing throughout the process and making the smart decisions. But for the most part, you want to try and have it built in into the process. The fourth one is, um, I think we touched that as well. So a lot of reps just build forget it and it. forget about it. Yep. And the last one, we also talked about doing more damage and we'll go this, this carry long list. Yeah. So I think these are the key things. Um, we do have a question from Steve that I, I want to hit. Um, Maria, can you drop the link again? I know Gal has mentioned you can do this on spreadsheets. You can do this in however you want. But if you'd like to take a peek at a lines like he showed on the screen, we do have a special code. Um, and it's aligned underscore sell better 10, gets you 10% off of an enterprise plan. There are um, a couple free options in there as well. So we'll link that in the chat for everyone. But quick fire answer here. Steve wants to know, um, does using a map help you win a deal from a competitor that doesn't offer one? Anything that drives a better experience, I think, an ex better experience wins. I think it's one of the key determining factors for why uh, buyers choose a certain vendor. So from that perspective, and yeah, I think mostly from that perspective, but also from the fact that you have more control. So uh, if a map helps you with discovery, and if a map helps you think and control the process better, and you know, you're more tight in the process than your competitor is not, Sure. And I, if you're making it about them, like you said, right? It's like yeah, can can completely yeah. change their experience. I will say, like I can a, send. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, I was I, gonna I can send record. We have recordings of buyers responding to mutual attribute. Okay, so when when you do it well, we really hear like buyers saying, "Wow, all of this in front of me in one." place and having the ability to really understand, I don't know how to buy these kind of tools, really the fact that this, we interview buyers a lot. So the fact that the seller was able to show me all of that and we're able to sync throughout the process, it's incredible. It, it really means a lot. You're showing that you're a partner that they can work with and that you deliver on their goals. That's, that's what it says. And we just scratched the surface, um, but... I do like going back to that house buying analogy. It's like, I don't know how to buy a house. It's not something I do every day. So seeing this plan in front of me and feeling like I have partnership and control with your real estate agent, like, but it's your buyers with you and you're selling to them. It's like this, this shared 
walkthrough of something that they do don't do on a regular basis i think it makes a huge difference absolutely thank you Not so that. much i know it was just like just barely the beginning we need more time yeah, but well, thank you so yeah, much for yeah, joining yeah. thank thanks so much I, I really love this uh great questions for everyone and thanks for having me yeah and if we didn't get a chance to follow up with you um we'll follow up with you afterwards you'll also get the recording to your inbox Join us again. We're here every day, Monday, same time, sellbetter.xyz, and we'll see you next time. Take care.